Welcome back to Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. Hope you're having a super Saturday and you are looking forward to all the miracle signs and wonders throughout the day. You are looking forward to those divine interventions, those divine connections, and most importantly, you're looking towards a day that is going to be happy, full of love, joy, peace, kindness, and etc. And today's segment is dedicated to all the caregivers out there because being a caregiver is hard. It's taxing, it's rewarding, and it's multifaceted. There are so many things that go into being a caregiver that other people from the outside looking in do not understand. But I want you to give yourself grace and mercy as you are going through this process and this journey because it's not easy and there's always going to be ups and downs, highs and lows, happy times and sad times. But because you took time out of your day and your busy schedule to pour into others and love and nurture them in your way that is conducive for their healthcare journey is amazing. So you are doing enough and never feel like you're not. So before we jump into the meat and potatoes of this segment, here's the disclaimer. This recording may not be repurposed or reproduced without written consent or acknowledgement by me. A failure to comply will result in legal action. Now, let's jump into the segment. Caregivers are rock stars. Caregivers have their own superpowers. Caregivers are essential. Caregivers are vital. Caregivers is someone amazing. A caregiver knows how to really love and nurture somebody that is going through their health journey. A caregiver is a person that steps out out of the way to help somebody in need. A caregiver is a person that puts someone else's needs above their own. A caregiver sees everything, the high moments and the low moments the good times and the sad times. And most importantly, a caregiver is a person that intercedes on another person's behalf. Sometimes caregivers, we feel like, have I done enough? Sometimes we can be empaths. We carry that person's trials and tribulations on our shoulders because we love that individual. We see what they're going through and we know that since we're their caregiver, we want to make the best decision for them all the times. But sometimes we have to rely on the doctors to give us the information so that we can intercede for that individual. Sometimes we rely on the external factors to make the best decision. And you know, during During those times, sometimes doctors, they may give us information that is not conducive to what we want to hear. They may give us information that we don't necessarily align with, that it forces us to get a second opinion. Because when we love a person, we love hard and we want the best for that person. We don't want them to suffer. We don't want them to pass on, to go on to glory. We want to give them a fighting chance. We want to know that they're health is going to turn around. We want 
them to know that we are here with you at the bottom all the way to the top. We are here with you in those low moments and those high moments. We are here for the small wins and the big wins. But most importantly, we are here with you through this journey because it's not easy. And we may never understand what that person is going through because we're not in their body. But because we are connected to them, we feel and those emotions can make us feel overwhelmed. We may feel guilt. We may feel shame. We may ask ourselves, are we good enough? Am I doing enough? We may second guess what we are doing, but I'm here to tell you that that's normal. That is a part of being a caregiver. And the reason why I feel so passionate about being a caregiver is because I did it. I did it from May 2020 up until November 25th. 2020, the passing of my father, I saw my dad go from a hundred percent independent where he's walking, he's talking, he's cutting the grass, he's lifting weights, he's doing yoga, he's playing with the grandkids, not my kids because I don't have kids yet, but he's playing with my brother's kids, my sister's kids, he's doing any and everything for somebody. Then he goes into the hospital for something so trivial and small, but it was the height of COVID. So everyone during that time was worried about COVID patients that they weren't you know, 100% worried about all those other patients who do not have COVID, in my opinion. So what happens? My dad gets paralyzed from the waist down. I see my dad's entire quality of life change. And that hurt me to the core because this was a man that was there for any and everybody. If you called, he picked up the phone. He was right there. If you were stuck on the side of the road, he left the house and he went to go see about you. If you needed a ride to church, he was there. If you needed anything, he was the type of man that would give you the shirt off his back. He was a Christian man. He was a lover. He was a fighter and he was sure as hell feisty. If you did something that was out of line, he would give you grace and mercy but he wasn't going to give you too much chances to cause him to feel a certain type of way and to make him feel as if he was invaluable. Then he gets paralyzed. He's in a wheelchair. His quality of life has changed. So can you imagine being 100% independent to now you're dependent on your family to help you, to get you up, put you in the wheelchair? to hoyer lift you, to help you change, change yourself to even the point where you went from wearing boxers and briefs to now you're wearing a diaper and now you need somebody to change you. You need your wife to clean you. You need your daughter to help you. Do you know the mental state that that puts somebody in? And for a caregiver to have to step outside of their day-to-day activities to step into the role of a caregiver and someone from a, a daughter being a caregiver for their for her father or if you're a caregiver for either your father, your mother, your brother, or your sister or whoever you're a caregiver for, you step outside of your own realities into somebody else's realities and you help them. That. That's a lot, and you are doing what you can to the best of your ability. It takes a lot. Fast forwarding back into the story, I saw my dad's mood begin to to shift and change. 
and I did what I knew best to do. I try to pour back into him. I try to love him. I try to send him things that were uplifting and stuff. Then, you know, my dad, he's, he got a little worse when he went to rehab where they're supposed to rehabilitate you. He got worse. His stomach started to swell. You know, his arms started to swell. I started to see his health decline. And that's hard to look at somebody you love who has been there for you from the get-go to see him in that predicament. And all I could think was, I got to get my dad my dad out of this place. I got to get my dad out of this place. My dad then developed something else. We take him back to the hospital and I'm so glad I listened to my gut instinct, that discernment, the Holy Spirit talking to me, the universe talking to me, or whatever you want to vibe with. And I got him back to the hospital and I'm so glad I got him back there when I did because my dad had to have emergency surgery. Fast forwarding, my dad recovers from that surgery. And we all know how insurance works these days. When you're in the hospital longer than your time, they're rushing you out so you could get to another place so they could give that bed to somebody else. It's a, it's a money game. You know, insurance, there's so many other things. So just going through those trials and tribulations started to weigh on me. I'm a married woman. I'm a wife. I'm a daughter. I was working during the time. So I had a lot of hats to juggle on top of being a caregiver and trying to press in and be there for my dad without letting him see me cry, without letting him see me break. That's hard. And it begins to wane on you mentally, physically, and emotionally because you have so much that you're doing and you're trying to exert it. You're trying to be a superhero for everyone. But newsflash, we all can't be superheroes, but we could do the best that we can given the circumstances. But we need the source to help us. And that source, if it's God for you, then that's your source. If it's the universe, that's your source. Whoever you need, there is a omniscient power up there that needs to help us when the burdens get so heavy that we can't carry it when, and we need to offload. So whether you have to offload in prayer, whether you have to offload in meditation, whether you have to offload by taking some time for yourself to refuel, recharge, and rejuvenate, do that because when you are a caregiver, you need that self-care. You need to spend time with yourself because if you aren't building yourself back up, how are you going to be there fully for that person that needs you? So as a caregiver, remember to give yourself grace and mercy. Remember to shower yourself with love, affirmations. Remember to speak life into you and allow your light to keep shining because it's your light that's going to illuminate the darkness. It's your light that is going to be infectious and carry on over. And if you can't have that joy and that peace, then you're not being whole and complete for that person who needs you. And you are exactly where you need it to be, where you need to be and where you need it to be. So never discount or discredit what you have been doing, because if it wasn't for you, that person wouldn't have made it as far as they did. If it wasn't for you, that person may not be in the situation 
where they're making improvements, where they're making stride, where they have that hope, where they feel like it's a fighting chance. It's us caregivers that are able to use our gifts to pour back in and to help that man or woman that is going through their struggles. So I really just want to encourage you as a caregiver to take time for yourself to build yourself up so you can effectively and efficiently pour back out into the person who you are taking care of. Remove the guilt, remove the shame, remove the what ifs, what thens, remove the shoulda, coulda, what is remove any negative energy any negative vibrations or anything that is not conducive to you and the season that you're in and to the person that you're helping but build yourself back up and say i am enough i am worthy we are going to win the fight we are victorious we are making strides there's going to be a turnaround i'm believing for a miracle I am going to smile in the midst of it all. My smile is contagious. My smile is illuminating that person. My smile is uplifting that individual. And start reciting all the incredible things and boost your energy. And when you are positive, you will see how everything in and around you is going to begin to shift. But if you play into that negativity, you are not doing anything to build you up, number one, as a caregiver, and you're not going to be able to build up the person who you are taking care of so I want you to give yourself grace and mercy I shared a bit of my testimony of what I went through as a caregiver with my father and you know I now I understand why I had to go through it because even though it was happening to me and it was happening to my father, but it was happening for me so I could help somebody else now who is a caregiver. So I could give you that that encouragement. So I could give you that inspiration. So I could give you that push. So I could let you know that it's okay to feel how you feel, but don't stay in that feeling for too long don't wallow in it don't second guess yourself don't allow the guilt the shame and the what ifs the what could to affect you because that person who you are caring for needs you to really tap in and be there with them they need to know that they are going to overcome this trial and tribulation they need you to be resilient they need you to have that grit they need you to fight for them when they can't fight for themselves they need you to be like daniel in the lion's den they need you to pour that love and affection into them. They need you to be their advocate. They need you to pour out what you can pour out. They need you to hold the torch, hold that baton and pass it over to them and let them know, I may not understand what you're going through mentally, physically, and emotionally, but I'm going to get in there and I'm going to fight for you because we are going to make a turnaround. They need you to be their cheerleader. They need you to egg them on. They need you to silence the naysayers, the critics, and the negativity. They need you to shut up, shut up the enemy. They need you to stomp on the devil's head. They need you to to say, si se puede. Yes, I can. Yes, we can. They need you to say, te amo mucho. I love you a lot. They need you to love them unconditionally. They need you to say, I am fighting for you. We are overcomers. We are victorious. They need you. 
They need you. So get your joy back and be that rock star caregiver. You got this. This test is going to be aced. This test is going to be a testimony. Remember, your health is wealth. And I need you to be whole and complete so you could help that person and help them efficiently and effectively. Remember, being a caregiver is hard, but the universe and God will never put more on you than you can bear. You are the person who is equipped for this season and this chapter. You are the person who is making a difference. You are the person who is going out and touching touching souls. You are the person that's igniting those dark places. You are in the person that is getting getting that person to glow up when they feel like, you know, their 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 light is dimming. You are that person. So I want you to embrace yourself as being a caregiver. I want you to know that you hold a special place in the universe and in the world. And I want you to know that if you make one imprint, you are making an impact. And that impact is divinely orchestrated and divinely appointed. And you are going on to do incredible things. Somebody may never tell you thank you, but I'm here to tell you thank you. Somebody may never tell you how they appreciate you, but I'm here to give you your flowers while they could bloom, metaphorically speaking. Some people may never understand what you're going through, and that's okay. That person or those people are not your tribe. Do what's best because it feels right and know that you are making an impact. And by making an impact, you're creating that domino effect. You're creating that ripple effect. So sit in this message, share it with somebody else who's a caregiver, like, connect, and subscribe. There's always going to be empowering content. The mission is to educate, inspire, and motivate. My name is Genesis Amaris Kemp, and you just heard me here on GEMS. I believe in dropping gems because we are all human beings. We all have went through tests that are now our testimonies. We've all went through hard times that are now helping us along the journey. And most importantly, I want to let you know that you are fully capable and you may not be where you want to be, but you are where you need to be for this season. So go out and make this an incredible day. And remember to love on yourself. Practice that self-care, that self-love, self-awareness. And as they would say, put on your own mask first so you can help others. If you don't put your mask on, you can't help others. So until we chat next time, I love to sign out with saying peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself a wonderful day and an amazing weekend. You got this.